Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. We're back, baby. It's the Horns Up Talking Texas podcast. Fisher Disciples, DJ, Nikki, Snacks, Kreider. On the heels of an amazing week last week, nailing Colin Simmons, the top edge rush recruit out of Duncanville High School. He'll be heading to the Longhorns next season, unless absolute disaster, which we don't think will happen because we're very confident heading into the year, as is the AP poll. We thought the coaches liked us, putting us at number 12. AP poll loves us, putting us at number 11, even one spot higher, heading into a football season. We're one of the top – we are the top Big 12 uh, team heading into the season, according to the AP poll, which is very exciting. Um, and, yeah, you got to love the praise once again and love us being sandwiched between Washington and Tennessee in the AP poll. We were behind both of them in the coaches' poll, but being sandwiched between the two in the AP poll, two teams that we think can be sneaky contenders for the playoffs. Very exciting for the boys in Bernard. Yeah, just just more good stuff following up on the on the coaches, like you said, and um, now it's just t- time to uh, to execute, as we always say, right? We've got the we've got the momentum, we've got the hype. Mm-hmm. Apparently, had a really nice scrimmage on Saturday. Um, Quinn looked solid, Malik looked good, but Arch really was the standout. And different reports saying different things, but. <laughs> I read somewhere from, uh, I think it was from Anwar Richardson, that he had a 70-yard touchdown run um, that was broken off on an improvised play. Someone else said it was 50, so who really knows how long it was. But just the fact that that guy is excelling in in scrimmage formats is good to see. Um, you know, excited to see him donning the the burn orange um, when we play Rice in that that home opener. But yeah, yeah, I mean that should be with where our ranking came in at the AP poll. Being able to take, being able to play a team like Rice with our first matchup and hopefully taking care of business handily um, will be a nice statement to the rest of college football that that we deserve the ranking that that we're getting and you know we have to go out there and do that. But I'm excited to see what what Sarkeesian has geared up uh, for for that game for that first game. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully. Hopefully we don't see any arch run. I mean, we could see him for a couple games and he still gets his red shirt. So if we're absolutely smashing rice, maybe we could see that 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 120 yard run that as the legends will keep growing, uh, that art that Arch Manning had in the scrimmage. Just the Forrest Gump run just kept on running. Just kept getting <laughs> he Forrest Gumped it. It's hilarious. The good meme. Yeah, I mean it's there another interesting uh, recruiting move I wanted to bring up though, Decorian Moore, a five-star wide receiver recruit out of Duncanville for the 2025 class, not the 2024 class, like our guy Colin Simmons committed to LSU. So interesting on both ways, considering that LSU and Texas were the two finals for Colin Simmons. Uh, I'm curious to see as the year goes on if Texas can, you know, does what we think they can do. Obviously, Colin Simmons being a stalwart and hopefully joining the recruiting frenzy on behalf of Texas. Is that a guy that we could swing in the 2025 class? Yeah, I mean, I don't think anything's off the table, especially when it's a guy who's not set to step on campus for another 
two years, over yeah. two years. So, I mean, we see it all the time. We flip guys left and right, guys flip from us, guys transfer. I mean, there's no guarantee that Colin Simmons is even a Longhorn after this year or even in six months. So, yeah, um, you know, you true. never know, but I, I imagine, I anticipate that he's going to stick with us and hopefully there's a trickle down effect, you know, where it brings other more Duncanville guys in here. And it's kind of like a pipeline school. I mean, we've already discussed that Ron Hong was a Duncanville basketball player that committed to Texas. And unfortunately he decommitted, but not to go to another college to go professional uh, do it's best for him to become a pro. Um, he was probably going to be a one and done regardless, but it's just good to know that Duncanville is kind of that school for Texas. And if we can continue to put up results and, get these guys success on campus with NIL money, but also winning and building a winning culture. then I think we can sway more guys to come this way. Mm -hmm. I, in years past, you know, we've been ranked around this area, preseason AP and coaches poll 12, 11, you know, the mid teens, sometimes we go as high as, you know, top 10 and feel like every season people say like, ah, it's so high. Like it's a lot of expectations. It's a lot of pressure. You think Bama, you think Ohio State, LSU, Georgia, you think that they think to themselves, oh, it's a lot of pressure. Like if we want to be mentioned in this discussion with them, mm. like we're right where we need to be. We just need to take care of business on the field. Don't even look at the the rankings preseason. Just know that if you're in there, you belong there. And so I really think this is a huge year and just in terms of turning the tide. You know, I mean, obviously, is Texas going to be back this year? I mean, we don't know. We're going to have to figure that out. But in terms of changing the culture, turning the tide, making the move to the SEC, leaving the Big 12 on a high note, you know, building the best recruiting classes you can to set yourself up for success in the SEC, this is that make or break year. You know, I mean, this is that transitional period where you got to get all your your uh, finances and all of your your, your stuff in order and, and make sure that you take care of business before you, you know, make the move. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like selling a house and then buying a new one. You got to move yeah. in. You got to take care of business. You got to do all the touch-ups on the old house. Absolutely. You got to move moving to a nicer, bigger house uh, in the Southeast Conference. And another – and, yeah, I mean, the Bama thing is a good point. Bama's ranked fourth in the AP poll, and I bet you they're not sitting there being like, wow, look at the pressure. I bet you they're pissed. Yeah, exactly. Where, where, why, where we not, top two? why are we not number one? Why are we not number right. two? They're pissed about it. Do you guys think one thing we didn't bring up on the Collins, someone commented on our YouTube video about it, like the big reason that Colin Simmons stayed obviously was being closer to home, closer to his brother, closer to his mother. And that wasn't something we fully touched upon. Do you think that conference realignment in a way could hurt certain teams recruiting wise i know travel is easier nowadays but if you're a southern california kid and you go to play at usc typically the farthest your family would have to go to ever see you is utah that completely changes you're almost having to travel farther every weekend yeah but you could also flip and say that they can get kids from the east coast now too because you get to play over there more often right or you know kids in the south you know it's closer to home for them so mm. i think it goes both ways but Odds are, if you're a kid from Southern California, you go to USC. I imagine, I mean, like probably not every single parent, but like, you know, some parents probably aren't making the trip to Utah. They're just going to the home games. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you get to, you have the benefit if it's a team like USC and you're from South Car- or Southern California, like Nick's saying, if you're going to play Ohio State, that game is nationally televised and it is on a good slot. 
and it's going to be easy for you to watch with the rest of your family. You probably weren't flying up to Eugene anyway. Like, let's be honest. Maybe you were, but there are certain parts of the Pacific Northwest and the West Coast that are not close to each other and are still a, a far ways to travel. So I don't think it's it's that much of a difference, but I do think I, I really agree with you, Nick. Like, that's enticing, right? You, you grew up in a kind of a Midwest state, but now you get to go to a West Coast school and you get to kind of branch out, do your own thing. But you know that when you're coming back for a lot of the games, half the games are going to be right around your neck of the woods where your parents mm-hmm. can travel pretty easily, you know, from, from Iowa to Michigan to, to Wisconsin. Um, those are not as hard trips as, as it is, you know, getting from, from LA to, to Eugene, right? Like you can drive very much easier within the Midwest than you can on the West coast. Cause it's just a, it's a massive stretch of land from the bottom of California to the top of Washington state. Definitely Pacific, you know, the people make big trips out of that. They start down in San Diego, make it all the way up to Seattle. I mean, that's like a like week long uh, trips, yeah, like week, week long trip. It's a, yeah. it's a long way, but back to Texas. I mean, us moving to the ICC, like I think the pipeline started to open up in Florida during the Chuck Strong era. I think that yeah. was like really when it really started. He started going after the IMG guys and Florida started really opening up for us. And it's since then been open as well. Um, you know, I, I, isn't Cedric Baxter from Florida? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, so well, that's, I know. that's huge for us. But, you know, being in the SEC, getting those Florida guys to know that, you know, at least once, twice a year, they're playing around their area, right? In Florida, potentially in Georgia, you know, we're either going to the Bama or we're going to Auburn, sometimes both, you know, in a season. So re- Louisiana guys, like getting all those guys. I mean, yes, it's not that far from Texas, but it's it's still pretty far. I mean, it's, it's half the country away. So for those guys to know that, you know, at least once a year are going to go back to their neck of the woods, I think that's a big thing, as if we already needed that selling point. I mean, we're already going to the SEC. That's already a big driving factor, but it just helps, you know, even a little bit more. Every little thing counts, you know, especially in, in college. I don't know if you guys remember playing the Dynasty uh, game mode in NCAA football, but like of course. certain recruits had like their priorities, right? Like education, facilities, potential to go pro, like winning culture, like stuff like that. So like every, every little thing, you know, adds to the formula and adds to this recipe of how you get a recruit over to your school. And so, you know, let's let's stack all the odds in our favor. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's very funny you bring the NCAA up because I remember Texas being such a good school to have for that because education, location, winning culture at the time of the games coming out. Thank God, yeah, we had we had all we had all that in spades. Um, I was yeah. looking at the Duncanville alumni, kind of crazy. Anthony Black, kind of crazy, also in the sense that like Anthony Black is, is one of the more recent ones. He's not football; he's basketball, but he didn't go to Texas. He went to Arkansas. Ray Crockett. Mm-hmm. Cowboy from yep. former, uh, sorry, two-time Super Bowl champ Broncos. Uh, he he went to Baylor. He didn't, you know, he went. He didn't go to Texas. Former uh, belief host. Former belief host as well. There, exactly. That's why I knew him. Uh, there's a there's a but there's a bunch of famous alumni. Adam Butler. He's he played for the Patriots for a number of years. Uh, he was great for them. He went to Duncanville, didn't go to Texas. Uh, and then now there's more and more young guys coming out that are it's it's becoming a powerhouse. Greg Abbott, 40, 40th governor of Texas. Um, he also went to Dunkerville just to throw that out there. So, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a big school. It's a big high school in Texas, right? They have a, a, a large enrollment. Um, 
that's the nature of the beast with the state of Texas. There are a lot of kids going to high school there, and a lot of them are very talented athletically, basketball, football, baseball. You know, you mentioned Ron Holland earlier when he first kind of, uh, you know, got rid of his letter of intent. People, there were a lot of murmurs that he was going to go to Arkansas. Like we're, we're still, people have been going to Arkansas from Dallas, from Houston, from Austin um, for a long, long time. That has been a, a pipeline, right, for, for Arkansas. Same thing for LSU. Same thing for mm-hmm. a lot of the SEC schools. So th- nothing's, nothing's really going to change there. But I, I think more importantly for a school like Duncanville, we're talking about like retaining a guy, um, retaining, uh, uh, I'm just, I literally just forgot what our, our, our beat is Colin Simmons, retaining yeah. a guy like Colin Simmons and keeping him around for three years, right. Until he goes to the pros, which is, I know his intention and his goal, the guys that he played with coming up with at Duncanville, talking to them and telling them what his experience is like at Texas, obviously is Huge. a crucial, crucial element, um, in recruiting future generations future talent uh from that school and also other guys that he's played with and grown up with in the area you know he doesn't just know duncanville guys right he knows guys from other other schools as well in the area so yeah i just tapping into the pipelines and then holding on to those pipelines is now mm-hmm. kind of the next step um I winning fears all yeah when it yeah of course of course right i mean if I he has success back, right away if he steps on campus and we take care of business i mean and he's playing no reason why he shouldn't leave Mm-hmm. speaks for itself yeah i wanted to double back to the um the ap poll real quick and just mention Please. that our ranking of 11th is the highest we ranking we've received since 2019 when we were the 10th ranked team in the country uh tcu's interestingly after going to the college football playoff college football championship this past year um is the highest they've had since 2018 so, you know, good on them. And, and Texas Tech falling out of the AP while being there for the coaches, um, you know, that, that's certainly something that I don't think they'll take lightly in Lubbock and will put a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. Um, but just, They could just be dangerous. They could be, in, they could be pesky in Lubbock. And not in the top 25, but they received the next highest amount of votes. So yeah, them and the Iowa. 26th team, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They, I have a, they could be pesky in my personal opinion. Like they're going to know we lost them last year, you know, like they, they could be a really big thorn in someone's side. And I'm honestly just hoping that it's not ours. Yeah, I hope so too. We've got a, we've got a lot of time in our season to prep for them and Mm. to be ready for that game as we always do when we're playing Texas tech, you know, at the end of the season. So uh, we'll be ready for that game. I know, no doubt. And, and just one other thing that got dropped today that I thought was cool yeah. Uh, Jalen Ford, our our senior linebacker, he's been named to the Chuck Bednarik uh, watch list. So that's that's a big deal. You know, the, again, recognition of talent, and then we just have to execute. But but Jalen and uh, Quinn Ewers last week, you know, with, with Davey O'Brien being on that uh, watch list, it's it's big time for these guys, and they're ready for it. They're ready for the moment. Yeah, and I do want to say one more thing on Jalen Ford because I feel like I he's a guy we were talking about last year a lot at the end, and I think he's going to be a guy we talk about this year a lot, playing that linebacker position. Jalen Ford was a three-star recruit and all of a sudden is the best player in our defense. Frisco, Texas. I mean, I mean the, the, we, we say it all the time. I mean, it's, it's not the, the amount of stars that you have. I mean, yes – 
sure a lot of the time those guys hit, but we looked at JJ Watt who didn't have any stars, you know, coming out of high school, you know, and, and, uh, you know, our, our guy McConaughey, you know, wants that five-star mentality up here. You know what I mean? So like what, you know, shows on the stat line or what shows on your measurables or whatever site two, four, seven, you know, uh, ESPN on three, like they all have different metrics for their stars, but do they actually know the kid, you know, inside, inside and out? And mm-hmm. you really don't know until they step into your locker room. And sometimes a lot of when these recruiters come into their homes to, you know, meet their families and see where they come from and kind of learn more about the kid. So, um, there could be a lot of guys on this roster that don't have the necessary recruiting praise that Colin Simmons does that might have a bigger impact in them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who is, who, which, which of the Foreman brothers was the big recruit? Uh, Armani was. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah, I'm looking at right now. And, and Deontay was the, was the throw in. It was, it was like, my, you want to take, you want me, you have to bring my brother along as well. That's what happened. The throw in. Right? still a pro. One of them is still a pro, and one of them is the second all-time in a single-season leading rusher. Mm-hmm. Like you look at the leading rushers in a single season: Ricky Foreman, Ricky Benson, Campbell, Charles, Bijan Robinson. Yeah, like, and he's like in there with those. It's really about how you play. So I just wanted to bring that up. Obviously, as hyped as we are about Colin Simmons, and you know, hopefully, Kobe Black and these other guys, these dominoes that'll fall because of Colin Simmons coming through. It really is your play in the field and your development on the field. You could be a five-star high school player and, and not develop and bounce around college and, and not and not come to fruition on your talent. But if you continue to develop and you develop like a five-star player, you ultimately will achieve that pinnacle that we hope to hope to see when we bring these types of players in. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. All right, let's keep let's keep it going. Keep the train rolling. Uh, how many days? Nineteen. Nineteen days. Shout out to our horns that had successful uh, Cole Lord games days. in the NFL. Too. Yes. Shout Cole, out to Cole Lord days till kickoff. <laughs> A lot of shout outs. Cole Lord, Bryce Lord. Give him one too. Why not? Uh, our old homie. And then over Sean and Roshan. We threw up some highlights. Both those guys. Uh, Roshan had a. Roshan's going to be good. Yeah. Sharing a backfield with the guy we just talked about too. Deontay Foreman. So they should, they should be a nice little uh, tandem. Yeah, threesome. Bears another, are going to run wild. Another guy, another guy, not a um, not a rookie UT guy, but a guy that did step foot on the 40 acres and has a lot of relationships with guys. Didn't didn't finish his career with the Longhorns, but Shane Buchel had an incredible play uh, for the Chiefs. He looked Mahomes esque. You learn or two a thing or a thing a thing or two when you're playing behind Patty Mahomes. That's for sure. Shane Buchel, Super Bowl champ. Right, yeah. Super Bowl champ. He was married, a good, he married was a good to dude. a Longhorn, which we appreciate. Yeah, staying yeah. true to his roots, but he was a good dude. You know, he just he just got beat out with a better quarterback, but by and large, it happens. Him, Hudson Card, always have respect for those guys. Casey Thompson, massive respect for them. All right, horns up. See you guys later. Hook him. Hook him.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.